Today's Vad was dedicated to Fuah Shirema, Miriam Batsara, Ezat Hashem, and the Zichut of the Limud HaTorah, the Zichut of the Tzedakah. Miriam Ben Sarah, Shav Rafur Shalem and Bekarov. Okay, so yesterday we started a subject, a very important subject, and I want to try to develop it a little further today, based on Rabbi Rucham, that he said that a person has a very subjective view of Hashkafa, a subjective view of what's morally correct or incorrect, a subjective view of what Hashem wants from him, the madregas Hashem wants of him, all based on an incorrect, a maladjustment of values. And there's a number of reasons why a person feels that way. Uh, partly is because he sees people around him that are also religious, behaving in a certain way, and it becomes like accepted behavior. That's what I think I mentioned one time that Rav Chatzkel says that Shmira Sanaim is not only from Arayas, Shmira Sanaim is from watching religious people who are religious, but they're not exactly living according to the correct Hashkafas Hatar. You get affected by what you see, you get influenced by what you hear, what people around you say, and that has one effect on your thinking of what's considered right and wrong. Also, a person has his own desires. So a person may have a desire for money, desire for uh, living a luxurious life, which is totally against the basic principles of why a person came into this world. This world is supposed to be a place to go and you're supposed to use the world for the what you need to, to grow. And a person doesn't want to live like that. He's not interested in living like that. And therefore, he may make up some type of shtickle Torah that even though it does say that, Masil Sasharim is not going to argue that. But it's possible he will say that that's not applicable for himself. It's not applicable for people today. It's not what Hashem wants. Or even more... He may even forget that that's the purpose of life. And he already creates the certain givens of what his religion requires and what it doesn't require. And therefore his avoidance Hashem begins from the givens. He never questions the, the givens. So Rabbi explained that the concept of Rosh Hashanah is to have an objective view. To go back to the basics and go over all the true hashkafa and the true ikrim of the Torah, whether it's going over the Yud Gimel ikrim, whether it's going over the Sheish Mitzvah Tmidiyas, whether it's going through very basic, deep points, but basic points of the fundamentals of life and the purpose of life. And the question is, if you're on the mark or you're not on the mark, you know? Are you trying to build a house that's a bayin ne'eman la'ashem ule torato? Or something else in your family life, you know? Did you go off the mark or you're still close to it? And by that's called the Chuvas Rabbeinu That's the Pesach to the Chuvas Rabbeinu Because if you see uh, a brand new view on life, on yourself, on your purpose, on your responsibilities, the way you're supposed to be, and then you see where you're, how far off you are. 
That means you can't learn hashkafa in like an abstract way. You have to learn it in a translated down to real life scenario. And if you can bring down the hashkafa to the real life scenario and you see where you're holding, it's automatically going to activate within a person. This is another piece that uh, the Bali Musa learned that they'll activate a natural desire to come close to Hashem. Tshuva is really a midah. Rabbi is mashma, it's a midah. A nefesh hayofa. A person who has a healthy nefesh will automatically desire to go closer to Hashem because that's the way we're built naturally. Averis is a rechuk, creates a, a barrier and a distance between us and Hashem. If a person realizes that he's distant, he will automatically yearn to go back. That's an automatic activation. And a person will feel that way. The reason why we don't like to face reality is because, first of all, it's a little painful uh, to know where we're at. See the truth is not such a... People don't like to see the truth. And especially in today's generation, people, the minute they feel that they have a chesorim, they have to be perfect. They can't feel that they can be unperfect and they have to get rid of it ASAP. And they don't realize that a chesorim can take years to deal with. And it's okay to be a bal chesorim as long as you're on the path of growth. But people don't like that. They want to feel, you know, perfect. And also, you may not want to work on your taivas so quickly. You may not want to uproot these tendencies that you have. You may not, you have the geese not to want to do it. So therefore, it's not so simple. So we have to deal with that That means that Rosh Hashanah, we have to see reality from scratch and stop justifying our behaviors and realizing that we created our own Torah where according to Rabbi Rucham, he says you can even make your stomach your Avodah right? It could be very religious sounding. It could be about Fabrengans and trips and and good things and fun and yardside suitors and who knows what. But you can make a whole religion out of that. That's not such a big deal. It, your religion doesn't have to include any Torah learning, you know? A lot of dancing and a lot of singing in that religion. But Torah learning and Avodah Hashem doesn't have to be there. And that could be already a religion. You understand? So it's hard to accept that. That's the way you become. But we have to also understand that change could be a gradual thing. And every step of the change, people that are real of the Hashem are comfortable. It fits into their reality. They're not uh, stressed out. And it's not difficult for them. They're comfortable with it. So we have to transform ourselves to become more comfortable with Avodah Hashem, and it can be Simcha and Avodah Hashem, and happiness and Avodah Hashem. And the Yetzirah always paints that picture that Avodah Hashem is a real stressed out, dry, unexciting, un, you know, attractive way of life. And, you know, if you want to give up your regular life that you have, for Avodah Hashem, he knows how to scare a person. That's the way Yetzirah goes. Scares people. But the truth is, for those, as you grow gradually and you move in the right direction, a person should become very comfortable with it, and very happy with it, and very excited with it. Now, today we're going to bring another cheshben for Abiruchim. Talks a little about it a little bit in Ma'amari Mashkiach, but really it's a, it's a longer mimer in Das Chochmo Musa, the Sefer Abiruchim, in the third chelik third of Das Chochmo Musa, in Maimer Chav, Rabbi Rucham talks about how certain midot of a person, character traits of a human being, creates a 
subjective view of himself and his avodas Hashem. And in his eyes, he considers himself as a tzaddik. And he's considering himself as an unbelievable person. So I wanted to explore this Rabbi Rucham a little bit and realize that the avoid of Rosh Hashanah is to be able to see things in a truthful way. A truthful self-assessment without getting crazy, without becoming depressed, without becoming broken, without becoming uh, feeling... So it's impossible. That's not the point. The point of the truthful, objective point of view is that now you can begin a career that could take a long time to get there, slowly, step by step, like in a malamensh. You have to be normal, you know, chayav adam. And that's not my subjective opinion. <laughs> right? This is a seichel is mechayim. Chayim Velozhenes says it. He says that if the king tells you to get chitim from the aliyah, from the attic, does he have to tell you to take a ladder or does he accept, expect you to jump 50 feet? Does he have to tell you? It goes without saying, that the way you get up to, to get up to the Aliyah is that you take a ladder. So does anybody have, when any Balmusser teaches you a Madrega, does he have to speak out step by step? Or is it self-understood? Self-understood. For some reason, for in today's generation, it's not self-understood. So today we have to speak out Dvarim Pshutim, step by step. You understand? Okay. So now it says Rabbi Yeruchim like this. <clears throat> he says, you see a fascinating thing in human beings. It talks about, there's a lot of different things. There, so I don't want to go through every step. It's a, You have to learn this yourself. But he says, you see people have a certain personality that they feel that they, they're never satisfied in life. You can never give them enough and make them happy. They're always entitled to more. They're always complaining that they're not being treated correctly. They're always getting the raw end of the deal. They go through a hard life. It's not fair, right? And then that means that according to their perspective and their point of view, they feel like they deserve who knows what, and anything less of what they deserve is they're being hurt and mistreated and, you know, not correct. And then on the opposite way around, you would think that they also give the way they expect to be given, but it's the opposite. When they give, when they give almost nothing, they feel like they did the world. And they don't understand why people can't appreciate them. And people don't understand how much they invest in their relationships and whatever, you know. And they've been very complicated people to live with because they have these midas, which Rabbi Yeruchim calls a nefesh rechava, a very wide nefesh, and a levra. And therefore, the combination of these two things makes these people always feel they're righteous and they're deserving and, you know, they're being mistreated. And the little bit that they do, they feel like they did the world and people should recognize that, right? So he says, don't think that that's only in relationships or in, a, in this world, the way, you know, the, between people. But actually, these midash telavek also, in a way, legabe Hashem, right? So he says, let me try to see some of the words to read here for you. He says, 
Odom shoyse kamayim avlo. You could have a person who's drinking like water. Avlo. V'tomid magamosay lasos cheftsay v'resoyne. And all he wants to do is his own will. He wants to do what he wants. He's usually the lashon for Rabbi Yoyna. He's always looking to, to, you know, do the things that he wants to do, right? Have a guy, the guy can never daven his whole life, you know? He gets a blade, he davens in his dorm, he comes at right? One day he comes and he davens bekavona. Take of nishkach meliboy mashaloy spal kol yomov. That means he only remembers, he only remembers the good things that he does, even if they're not so good, but in his eyes they're great, and he forgets all the averes that he ever did. He does a few chesed, you know, he does a couple of chesed, ah, he does a few this, a few that, he remembers only the good things that he does, but the bad things that he does, he, 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 not only does he forget them, but he mitigates them, because, you know, he says, listen, what should I do, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. Sometimes you speak to people that are smoking, you know, marijuana, or drinking, you know, they have these problems, addictions, you know, and then you try to talk to them, like, why are you doing these destructive behaviors, and sometimes they tell you how difficult their lives are, Right? Then real everybody's life is difficult, you know. Life is not simple for anybody, but by them, the the the, the stresses of life and the struggles of life are so big by them, because they hold that it should be different, and they deserve different. So they're in so much pain, and then they do things, you know, for other people, and they do things for their for their parents or whatever it is, and their friends, and then no one's makatoif to them. Life is so bad. And so difficult, so they're in so much pain, and they have to be able to alleviate the pain and justify what they're doing, right? So it, it's it, it in their life, it's in their mind, it's a reality. It's their perspective, but it's a reality. Where, where does that reality come from? from the Midas. So you're saying the same thing you can have the Gabi Akkadosh Baruch Hu. Akkadosh Baruch Hu can't expect from me so much. What does he want from me? Life is so difficult. I have big nisyonis. I have a shver yitzhar. I have this. I have that. So it's not my fault. The fact that I'm even in yeshiva, that's like a big thing I'm doing for the Rabbani Shalom, right? So it's the way you're perceiving things. That's what Rabbi Rucham is saying. And he says, uh, he says, masha onu tomid. That means Yerushalayim and levels of learn of, of Avodas Hashem is really dependent on your midas, how you, what you perceive of life of yourself. I saw once in Rabbi Avram ben Arambam, he has an unbelievable sefer called Sefer Maspik Loiv Hashem. He explains that. Anova and Gaiva 
is really dependent on the midas of emes and sheker. That means it's a, it's a false a self-assessment, it's a maladjustment of who you are. It means you, certain things about yourself are boil it. It means the good things about yourself stick out. It's an interesting way of touching it up. You did these good things, but you, they stick out, they, they take the, the coverage, and the things that you did wrong, you justify them. And mainly you develop a, a certain self-image and self-assessment based on you using true facts, but you're playing with them. You understand? That's what Shekhar means. Shakran is not made fabricating things. A Shakran is playing with real things, but, but formulating a Shekhar, a Marshall. The Spitz Shekhar would be, let's say, a Marshall, if I would say to you, Moshe Rabbeinu, yeah? was he abandoned by his parents as a child, yes or no? Yes. Was he taken in by a nice woman who had pity on him and her father raised him? Yes. Did he rebel against that person who raised him? Yes. Was he a fugitive for murder? Yes. Right? You go on and on and point out all true information about Moshe Rabbeinu. All of it. There was uh, uh, um, a call that went out about Moshe Rabbeinu that, uh, you know, people were Mekane Ishtoi from Moshe Rabbeinu because they went to, to the oil with him. Right? Never proven though, but allegations. By the time you finish painting this picture of true facts, what you think about Moshe Rabbeinu was some gangster who grew up in the most worst way possible. So that's the furthest thing from the truth. But every fact was true, just not the full picture. It's not the correct picture, even though it's true. Mm-hmm. So that's how Rabbi Vrombin Rambam is being masked with what Gaiva is. Gaiva is not making up things necessarily. It's just arranging things in a certain way that gives you a certain assessment of yourself. And Anova is just the true, the true picture of self. You understand? So Rabbi Rucham is working with that thing, and he's basically saying that the way you feel of your obligations in Avodah Hashem, or your level in Avodah Hashem, if you're a tzaddik be'eno, is dependent on the midas that you have, how you look at it. Okay, so we're out of time, I can't finish the whole moment. But basically, what's coming out from the last two uh, vaden is that we have, based on many different reasons, why we have a very subjective view of what our uh, responsibilities are and what our levels are. Rosh Hashanah is about giving us an objective view. You got to go to the basics. Mechodosh. Everything starts from scratch. That's the idea. Okay, we have to stop it.